and synchronise. Uh, welcome to another episode of the award-winning. <laughs> it isn't really, but I, it just sounds better when you say that. Uh, poetry <laughs> emotion. <laughs> it's wouldn't award in our house. Um, poetry emotion, of course. It is me, Neil Fitz, talking all things LFC, along with my post-Valentine cherubs, are <laughs> little angels that they are, Joe Rimmer and Neil Jones. You're sitting in weir- weirdly in a different position now. Yeah, it's kind of knocking me out of kilter a bit. We like the post from. from, from yeah, that's it. We like to just switch yeah. up the opposition a little bit. That, that's why not. It's, it's a little Sally Manor crossover, isn't it? I quite like yeah. it. I quite like yeah. the damage yeah. it's doing already. Um, they are. They are. I can be. I don't mind being for me now. I'll be that all week, mate. Uh, they are furnished with not only a Bueno Bar, which is the standard sort of first team place kind of uh, reward. But I even give them a, a Champions League bonus cream egg today. It's been that kind of week. Let's kick off with. Uh, well, let's let let's go back to the Southampton game because I I, I think. Um, something to talk about there was uh, there was an interesting parallel with the Porto game in that they both started off quite decent they both started off on the front foot uh, Southampton first couple of minutes and Liverpool were, were giving loads of width away weren't they yeah. Southampton were using it um, uh, your man down the, down the wing there what's his name the um, Bertrand yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he was he was exploiting it quite a bit and I was a little bit worried but we got into the game got our, got our shape Van Dijk I think has just grown game by game Neil Jones is he not yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, sort of. Um, he, he nailed his Instagram post last night as well, didn't he? It was a beautiful club, beautiful this, this club, beautiful yeah. club, and I think um, he, he certainly settled in nicely to it. It was never going to be Virgil Van Dijk's going to fix everything, but he was going to help everything. And you've seen, you know, he's like a magnet to the ball in, in both penalty areas. He goes and attacks everything. He's got a little bit of composure that Liverpool maybe haven't had with Lovren, and. I'd have to say he seems to be bringing out a bit of a, a bit of better Lovren as well. I think in the last, I said the last two or three times I've seen Lovren play, he's looked a lot more assured. Maybe it's him thinking, right, I better, I better get my finger out, or maybe it's just him thinking, yeah, I like playing alongside this guy. And I think Joe, one of the things he brings to it, it's the organisation. I've yeah, never yeah. seen, and I, I have seen it, but it was in the old days. But you see him gesticulating all yeah. the time, the arms are going out, he's shouting. And we, we discussed this before Van Dijk came to us. That there was there didn't seem to be any leadership. Did there? Yeah. Well, boy, there's leadership now, mate, isn't it, in the back four? Yeah, I've always felt like with centre half partnerships, you have a leader and you, you have a follower. Think John Terry and, and Cavallo yeah. and 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 Hippier and, Hippier and, and Carragher and, and, and yeah. Carragher sort of matured into the leader of yeah. that, didn't he? But but then I I think of those two now, and I think it's allowed Lovren to just go and make the tackles, to win headers, yeah. to not so much have the onus on him to to a bring the ball out because he, he doesn't have to do that anymore, and b to be the, the vocal presence and have the pressure on him. Um, I thought last night Van Dijk was fantastic. The way he stepped out of defence and the way he plays is a bit of arrogance, doesn't he? Yeah. You know, he, Outstanding. He believes Talking himself, about the performance. Yeah. Outstanding. And I tell you, his, his ability to ping a pass, his oh. ability to have that cool, assured, I know where this is going to go. And it, and it immediately, it, it turns defence into attack. It, it, yeah. in, in, and it's such a, but you're right, that arrogance, that pump, yeah. Yeah. The chest out, but he's and you said before, bang on as well. He's a magnet to the ball. He knows instinctively. Yeah. There was a great challenge he put in towards the end of the game last night, where he just comes straight across and, and, and blocked a shot yeah. that was going. On. You know, it's 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 it, it, it won't fix it all, obviously, but I think it's just fitting things in. I think even the cat. It's it's like the goalkeeper feels a bit more assured yeah, because yeah. he knows what's in front of him is going to be, and that's how it works out, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. we must say then. So we will talk about obviously. Uh, with the other clubs slipping up as well, Man United in particular uh, against Newcastle, Rafa doing is a big favour there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we stand really well in the league at the moment, but obviously Champions League, all, all, all eyes were on us. Even though we'd said the Porto was the draw that we wanted, you know, I don't think anyone 
could have come away from that match thinking we were going to do the way we did. Of course, now you're getting people out straight away going, they're not very good, that Porto. But again, they start... You know, I hate that. I'm yeah. going to go public on that. I absolutely yeah. hate it. It's like, well, what's the point in playing the game then? Yeah. Liverpool can't possibly win. If, if, if they win well, it's because the opposition were rubbish. Huddersfield were the same. But then Huddersfield going back to Bournemouth a couple of days later so they're obviously not you know they're in the Premier League for a reason Porto in the last 16 of the Champions League it's all nonsense isn't it Mr Keane has come out and, and they give a little side swipe of Liverpool again and Tottenham sort of saying because he's an idiot isn't he? let's be honest with you that's what he does now isn't he? <laughs> you can tell oh, I don't mind telling him I don't mind telling him as long as I'm standing behind Joe Rimmel when I'm saying um, but he's saying about you know you win in Champions League you've got to win other cups as well but United are exactly the same but people like to talk hot here and I find it the other way round when I see people people come on my Twitter stream last night going yeah they were rubbish but I find what what's enabled them to want to do that is the anger yeah. and the frustration at watching a Liverpool display like that. Um, because they started, they, they were unbeaten in 24 games. I mean, there's some of the stats, all right, suddenly now the, the Portuguese league is rubbish. <laughs> but um, but we, we were there to do a job and we did it, mate. We didn't have to, did we? We could have, we could have sneaked a 1-0. One of the reasons they looked rubbish is because Liverpool made them look yeah. The press, the press yeah. was incredible. You know, they soaked up a bit of pressure early on. As soon as they got the goal, they had Porto where they wanted them. And they just hit them time and again. And to take credit away from Liverpool by calling them rubbish is just ridiculous. ridiculous. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a stupid, it's a bit of an immature shout, I think, yeah. from people on Twitter and social media who don't want to, um, who don't want to give Liverpool enough credit. It, it was, a, it was a fantastic performance. Um, I know we're not meant to, but Sam's just bringing us a nice cup of tea here. Yeah. You've blown that. You shouldn't have mentioned right, that. That's right. That's, 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 that's the sort of pod. We have, we have great. Um, that's, that's what we've got now. We've got such a budget on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, so we've got, we've got Sam Carroll to bring you tea. Say hello, Sam. Well, this is me debut on the uh, on the Liverpool podcast, so I'm very honoured to have had that. Very brief cameo. Brought on for a win yeah. bonus there. Yeah, Sam. <laughs> I did just to be honest with you, say say hello, Sam, and he just wandered off onto some big speech there. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> no kinders yeah. going his way anytime soon. We'll, we'll, we'll cut that out. We'll cut, we'll cut that, that out. out. Keep that in. <laughs> no, I think I think it, it was it, it's it was the press that really and I, what's interesting as well is that uh, Klopp a couple of weeks ago came out after one of the matches, I think it was probably the West Brom defeat, but he came out and said that he wasn't happy with yeah. the, the forward line not getting involved, and boy did they listen to him last night. I mean Salah, yeah. Firmino is just a, a robot, and he, the kid is just getting better and better and better. Firmino's just absolutely world class. He? He, he just just does everything, doesn't he? Yeah, he's incredible. He's, he's involved in it. The, the one last night, his goal, and he wins the ball back, plays it to Salah, and then he's the one overlapping yeah. and running into the box. Yeah. It was, he's just fantastic all round. Everything he does now, I just find it's just incredible. It, to watch. it was brilliant. Uh, we should praise all of them. Henderson had yeah, a great performance. Yeah, Milner was outstanding, and it's just that I think when Liverpool played at that, I think it, it's obviously what frustrates a lot of the people listening here as well. Probably Liverpool fans who get frustrated when we don't play like that all the time because yeah. you, can, you can see what we can do. And that press, and, and we have to say, I know you wanted to say it, so I'll let you do it. I mean, Andy Robertson again. Oh, Roberto and Carlos, he's just Roberto and Carlos, yeah. marvelous. There you go. Yeah. yeah. But no, I, I'm just blown away by him. I think he came in at the start of the season and. To me, he looked—he looked like a mid-table fullback who was doing a job in Liverpool's team, and he's come on so much. Mm. He's learned how to time his crosses. Not—it's not just picking the ball up now and just blaming. Klopp actually crosses. mentioned that, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, exactly. his crosses back. He's, he, he uses the ball so well, and what I liked about him last night, he had a bit of fight in him as well. He, he fought to win the ball back, and then when he did win it, if he was under a bit of pressure, and the Champions League, whatever you say about Porto, that is the highest level of football he's going to play. 
he was so good on the ball. And I think he, he, I, the ball so well. he reminds me of someone when he was in the house party years ago. He reminds me of the auntie with the bin bag who was just constantly coming around cleaning stuff up. And yeah. <laughs> so he's like, he dropped a Pringle and it on the back of the head. You know what I mean? All this thing. You turn and everything was clean. Yeah. It just didn't stop. He doesn't yeah. stop. He's yeah. running around. He's tenacious. He's hyperactive. He's, he's, hyperactive. <laughs> he's got great pace. And, uh, and I think it spreads through the team and I think there was lots of occasions last night where Porto had the ball and two or three were back yeah, on them yeah. two or three all the time they really they marked and they got back in in groups and it was a, it was an outstanding performance yeah it was it was it's, the only question I have and I, you know, I don't want to sound too Roy Keane about it is when it doesn't work when 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 the, the press is beaten and when it's you know because even you, you touched on the Southampton game both the fullbacks got a, a little bit of a torrid time in the yeah. first half of that game, back post and crosses coming in and too many crosses, not enough, not enough protection. So it's whether whether they're going to be able to to withstand real top level yeah. players like like Tottenham, for example, in the second half. I think there was some signs. Well, I, I, that, I think maybe that was what, what what Klopp was driving at when he said about the the front three not getting involved. Yeah, yeah. In the front three. That's extra three players yeah, doing it, and they yeah. were. I mean, Salah was taking the ball from just outside the box and moving yeah, with it, that's... and it was you could definitely had the vibe that he said. We want you all to yeah. get stuck in. I love. I loved. Um, I think it was. It must have been. It must have been Mane's second goal, the rebound one where Salah. He's on. The, he's in his own box, or he's yeah, on his own yeah. box. And he, but you can see him. He goes, oh, chance, 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 and he just he just bails, yeah, and you yeah. think, oh yeah. Imagine imagine having him. Imagine being a defender going, oh my god, he's coming. He's going well, to it's considering he, considering he's out of form. I mean, Mane, you can see his touch <laughs> isn't what it what, what it yeah. normally is and stuff. Um, to get a hat trick. What I love about it uh, is that is the reverberation around the world now around European football. I think it was Stevie G said last night on BC Sports, and he said. No one's going to want to face them. Yeah. And when you when you go on the roads on, on your travels with a reputation of scoring a lot of goals and them three scoring a lot of goals, and you tick both boxes in a match, you score. We do one more one more than City. Yeah. Uh, it's the biggest ever defeat, Porto in Europe. Yeah, it's extraordinary. You know, twenty four unbeaten. What was it? They, they, it was something like they've only conceded in the last twenty games. They've only conceded ten goals. And they yeah. conceded five last night. Well, that funny enough, we we um, Joe and I did a podcast on uh, Friday, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With uh, with Andy <laughs> Kelly, um, no the, the, the big old like senior expert in the party. That was someone else. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Both your experts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but James and Andy Kelly were not that confident about beating Porto. They were sort of like mm, yeah, possibly, yeah. They were like, yeah, I'm not 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 entirely sure. And um, I, I fancy Liverpool would because Porto have conceded ten goals in twenty one league games. But they conceded eleven in the six Champions League group stage mm. games, and I thought when teams step it up against them, I'm not sure they, yeah, can, when they, they lift can go that with it. Level. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't think Liverpool would score five. To be fair, I didn't think they'd, they'd win five nil. But I did. I did fancy they might just have to tie in the, in yeah. the palm of their hand. You, you talk about the um, statement around Europe. It also another byproduct, and it's not the main thing. Liverpool play United four days after the. Second leg, mm. and now Liverpool can rest whoever mm. they want in that mm. second leg. They can just, you know, Klopp can play if Absolutely. he wants, and Buvac and whoever else. Liverpool can really, it, it, it give them a free game almost. Mm. That now mm. it's give them a, a free midweek when they wouldn't have all, otherwise. That's had probably one. why Klopp was so happy as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Apart yeah. from the result, but he's probably thinking ahead and thinking this yeah, is yeah. exactly. So you got Newcastle. We so have Newcastle on the third of March, Porto in midweek, and then United on the on the tenth. So it it, it has when a knock on effect. Their second leg. United the, the week, week. At, the week yeah, after, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so United 
they, they play away first, so they could theoretically still be in a tough yeah. tie yeah. coming to Old Trafford. So that might affect it because let's, let's let's face it, seconds well and well and truly on for Liverpool this yeah. season as well. So you yeah. could you could be looking at a deep Champions League campaign and second in the league, which. That'd be a good season, to be fair. And I think what puts us in good stead, Champions League, Joe, is the fact that the teams we're playing against Champions League, unless we start getting into the... There's so many English sides in it now, <laughs> we're going to play a premiership. They don't really know how we play week in, week out. All they know is that we have three terrifying footballers who they... I mean, you could see Porto last night didn't know where to stick or twist. They didn't have... There was a section of the game where they just went, we don't know what we're doing yeah. here. Because if we try to break on them, they break on us. I mean... You know, we scored five. We, we had 11, 12 shots on target. We scored five. There was somewhere that we it could have been even bigger. Yeah. There was some of the breakaways that were just astounding. And again, yeah, I know. All right, you have to caveat it with a portal thing, but still a terrifying prospect for most European clubs. Definitely, I think any any European club there will be looking at it, thinking at home if we go at this side, we can give them we can give away goals and give them a healthy lead. And that's exactly what Porto did last night. They had to go at the start, didn't they? And once Liverpool got a goal. Liverpool just had them where they wanted, so it's like it's like a boxer thing. And do I cover up and wait for the TKO, or do I, do I swing yeah, wildly really really and was. hope and hope for a knockout? But I could get knocked out myself. And yeah. They did. They came out and thought we'll try and score. Start the second half, and they had a chance, didn't they? Start the second half. Yeah, left foot. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then again, Liverpool just hit them and hit them. Do you know? I I think apart from this campaign, if Liverpool keep doing, you know, if, if Liverpool gets to the quarterfinals, the the semi-finals, they look like they're in the quarterfinals now, barring the most. Biggest miracle of, of all time is that other teams around Europe will be looking, going, I want to play at this Liverpool side. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If you were a Porto player last night, remember we heard about Van Dyke coming off for Southampton yeah. back in November, yeah. saying who wouldn't want to play here? Well, it'd be the same, wouldn't it? If you're European side, yeah. you're looking, looking at Liverpool going, they're one of the best teams in Europe. Yeah. Every and, performance like that's a calling yeah, card, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. So yeah. to me, it's a season, if you could finish second, third, second, and get to the quarter-finals slash yeah. semi-finals of the Champions League. Or win it. Late, or win it. Or, <laughs> or go but, win it. But even if you don't do that, if it, let's just say the worst happens, they go up the next round and they finish third or second, but you're still laying down a marker next season yeah. when you're buying, trying to buy players in the summer. They, they want to play at this level. Absolutely. It's a good point. It's a great point. Because, yeah. because we are a stalemate with a few of them signs, the Lamars and the, the Mayors now coming into it. And there's a lot of... Lot you're of competing them. with similar clubs, yeah. aren't you? Pulisic, who, who yeah. you know, unfortunately, you, you hear as a, as a childhood Man United fan. Yeah. Uh, typically, he's American and he's probably only got yeah. on Fox. <laughs> Born in the 90s. Yeah, you know what I mean? So it is, it's a great point that because it, it is a calling card and it is football is going to want to, in the same way as they want to go to Barca. Yeah, the key thing is that you keep the team because yeah. you see these Champions League clubs like Monaco last year and uh, Dortmund and years gone by. And I remember Athletic Bilbao having a really good side in the Europa League one year and they've basically teams go, oh, they're a good side. Yeah. Bang, 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 yeah. let's have them and him and him. And then the Aguero's and the Costas and the Ronaldo's. Yeah, let's go with of course. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't think Liverpool are necessarily in that that position where they're just going to get picked apart by vultures. But Coutinho has been picked off them. I, I hope and pray that no one else from that front three, in particular, well, you've got- particularly the guy with the um, with the the thirty goals for the yeah. season, doesn't get picked out because it'd just be a shame for Liverpool to keep having to go back to the well and keep having to pull rabbits from the hat in the Champions League to replace yeah. great players rather than add to them. That's a, I guess that's as much down to the players as anything else, yeah. isn't it? And and also, I don't think Liverpool. You look at the business that Arsenal's been doing recently, and you just think, what are they thinking to let players? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They've got three players running down the contracts. You can't, you can't do that. No. 
you know, so on paper, Sanchez is five hundred grand a week, or whatever it is. But at least they're not paying goal bonuses at the moment. <laughs> but um, I mean, that's probably two years. But it's probably a, if you work it out, it's probably twenty mil a year. Well, he was worth sixty. Mm. So. Yeah. You know, it's a ridiculous situation. So you've got to hope that the board and the pool are a little bit more wiser when it comes to that and, and the salad and sitting down and going, look, let's get an extension here. FSG needs to be sitting down with those, especially those front three now and going, let's get some new contracts, yeah. shiny new contracts, gazillion pound, yeah. these clauses in them yeah. and saying yeah. they're going nowhere. Stars. I mean, the faster... Of the stars of the show. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's the faster cool. we're looking at now is, that I, I read somewhere the other day that, that, that Real Madrid are looking to spend 600 million in the next calendar season. To try and get back because they're 14 points behind, yeah. aren't they? Well, you just tell them um, 600 million doesn't even get you Salah's yeah. left boot. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> quite right, yeah. yeah, one of his curly, beautiful curly locks. <laughs> um, and then they're talking about Neymar going from PSG to yeah. Real again, which is just obscene, isn't it? Because you've got to look at Neymar now and say, what is what yeah. is it, mate? What is how much is too much, pal? Because you can't just bounce around clubs like that, you know, and then go into the enemy of the club that you were at in the first yeah. place. It is ridiculous. So it is imperative. That we that we keep holding players. Talking of which, let's 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 have a little chat about Salah because you, obviously stats wise, uh, are more savvy than I am on it. But it, it just it just keeps getting better and better for him, doesn't it? Yeah, thirty goals, second fastest in Liverpool's history to thirty goals. I think the guy in front of him was done it in eighteen ninety six. Incredible story. Actually, Martin Samuel yeah, put the yeah, story yeah. in in the um, in the mail last night of George Allen. He, he actually his goal scoring record. Set in 1896. Actually, died at the age of 24 of, of tuberculosis. Uh, died in 1899, and he sort of—that's that, quite a sad sort of part to bring up in a match report. But he sort of breaks the point that that's how that's how different the world yeah, was when yeah. when these things were happening. Yeah. That's how long it's been since something like that has happened. And Salah's doing it. We talk about Suarez. You know, Suarez revered at Liverpool, rightly so. One of the greatest players. You know, talent-wise, to ever pull on a Liverpool shirt. One more goal and Salah equals his best ever goal-scoring season. Extraordinary, you know, for, a, for a winger. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's if he gets seven, if he gets one in two between now and the end of the season, and he's been scoring one in one pretty much since October, he um, he pass, passes Robbie Fowler's best ever season. Uh, he'll pass Fernando Torres's best ever season. He, he has, he'll have to go some way to, to equal Ian Rush's. But Salah and Firmino now are on 51 goals between them. The the Record I've found going back through the, the years is 1961-62. Ian St John and Roger Hunt 64 goals between them in a season. I think they can. I think they'll they'll break that this yeah. season. And they're not they're not what you call, you know, number nines. As in no, they're not. That's they're, it. Not, you know, they're you not the last man Rush, on the shoulder. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's his that's yeah. his currency. Six they're yards more, out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Salah maybe you could say is is mainly about the goals, but for me, knows not by no means about just goals. So. What a, what a special achievement for it in, in this day and age as well when they're playing such a competitive league Salah's doing it against every club he's faced he's, he's done it against Everton he's done it against Manchester City he's done it against Tottenham done it now in the Champions League Firmino I think he's got eight goals has he got in the Champions League this season seven. now seven. Seven. We've got three seven. In the, we've, got, we've, got, we've got three in the top six or seven yeah. Champions League goal scorers you know, Messi's, on, five, Messi's on six or something yeah. 34 they've got 34 haven't they in, in yeah, nine yeah. Champions League games including yeah. the qualifiers this Ronaldo's season Ronaldo's on 11 he's top mm. seven for Nino <clears> seven Kane six six for the, uh, incredible isn't it and I think that's what makes you know we talk about world class footballers and I think this is the difference isn't it in the they keep doing it. Mm. The, you know You know now that every single club that plays against Liverpool have got a game plan to try and stop them scoring and they can't do it. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's the key to world class, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Joe, what do you think it is? We'll talk about Firmino in a minute because 
he's just incredible, isn't he? And but but what do you think it is about Salah that makes someone who's essentially a winger such a potent striker? Is it is it, it is it just knowing the runs, knowing where to be? Yeah, is is the timing of his runs is I think the best part of his game. He, he constantly makes the uh, the similar sort of runs, but. The, People just can't keep up with him. He just constantly darting in behind. What I like about him, he plays with that sort of childish. He just wants more goals, doesn't he? Yeah. And it, it's almost like a childlike joy the way he just runs in behind. He always wants the same, you know, whether it's a tap in or whether it's a header or a long shot. He doesn't seem to care. He just wants to get his name on the score sheet. Um, I loved his goal last night. I loved about it. It was like he was <coughs> offside and thought I'm offside. I think he, so he looked across, about. didn't he? Yeah. As soon as it goes in, he looks yeah. across to make sure that he didn't like celebrate. He just stood yeah. still, didn't he? He was, like, yeah. he was just messing about with yeah. it, though. Just do a couple of keepy ups and, <laughs> and put it in. I'm offside one. anyway. It doesn't matter. But it, it, he wasn't. He was yeah. doing that for real. It was... I, but I, to be honest with you, I'd like I, in my head when I watched it, I thought what you just said before. He's all about the goals. I don't think he necessarily thought. I think it was just oh oh oh. oh yeah, I mean, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, I think yeah, it was just I... anything to get that over that line. That yeah, ball it doesn't matter, line. does it? It doesn't. There's not. He doesn't care about how it goes in. It just as long yeah. as it goes in the back of the net. And um, I think back that Suarez season you talk about 31 goals. It was the best season of football from any individual player in my. In my living memory, from a Liverpool player that I can remember, um, he was absolutely out this world. That's yeah, he was a different level. So he? for Salah to be on the verge yeah. of, of, of breaking that, with and we're in February, yeah. it's just ridiculous. Well, well Alfred Fowler's 95, 96 season, yeah. and that that side, I mean, when Fowler was absolutely, you know, unstoppable. Yeah. And Salah's going to get near that, probably go past him. I, I think it's just for intelligence. I just think he's a really intelligent player. He, he, he puts himself in the position all the time to score. And I saw, saw Ronaldo got a goal last night off his knee. Yeah. yeah. And being in the right place. That, that, that's just that's just yeah. part of it. And like you say, you've got to fluke on. a goal. You've got to be on the end of it. Yeah. Fluke, yeah. You, you're spot on in, in what you're saying. That you know, if you if you keep doing it, if you if you just keep doing it, and it never ceases to amaze me that you think, you know, you think of. Um, if you're playing five a side or something, then you'd always say, "Oh, show him his left foot, show him his weak yeah. foot, or show him that." Mm. And you can't, you, it's, you can't. These are professional defenders. You can't do it. And you, you look at the, you look at the, the players around Europe, and you don't need to know, really, how the game panned out to know. So you look at City, and you know Aguero's got one. You look at Bayern Munich, Lewandowski's probably got a couple, and now you've got that with Salah. Mm. You've actually almost got it with Firmino now as well, where you go, "Yeah, they probably both scored there." Liverpool won three 0 Yeah, they probably yeah. got one each. And you say about what well, you talk about. Let's bring Manny in just for a second because you're talking about someone who can shoot with both feet. He's, he feels more confident on his left foot. And yeah, he's, his first goal. All right, you could say the keeper should really have smothered that, but he hits it with such power with his right foot. And such a curl. So you've got two-footed players, and it, it gives us the ability to switch wings. Yeah. And I think that is a massive headache. Not only have you got these three players who, who, are, who are individually really skillful, yeah. but um, where was I? But yeah. um, but you've got them being able to switch with both feet. And I yeah. think another thing that Salah brings to the table as well is the, is that is it's the ball control, isn't it? It's, oh, yeah. It's, it's the sense of the gravity. The, the, it has been messy-like, hasn't yeah, it? As yeah. uh, uh, people are pundits what? are starting to jump in on that. Why he carries it? It's just yeah, extra. It's like you cannot get the ball off him. He shields it so well. Yeah. He's, it's such great close. But I love Firmino as well. Is that Firmino's got that thing? That I think I compared. Did I compare him to Teddy Sheringham on the show a while back? Maybe, it, yeah. I think I'm sure I did, or I mentioned it in, a, in a, some podcast. I've been on that many. So I, I can't, can't switch off. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but I compared him to Teddy Sheringham. He's but I think podcast whore, he's, huh? got, <laughs> he's got a touch of bear camp about him as well, in the sense that 
yeah. he doesn't just flick he's inventive. it. He doesn't just give it to the player. He gives it to the player's run. Yeah. So like yeah. it's just like there you go. There's a flick. Well, the ba- and now I mean, you've got twenty yards to go. The back you. the back heel against Southampton. It's oh. actually unfair to call it a back heel. It's yeah. a back sweep yeah. because he doesn't just flick it with his yeah. heel. He brushes it into yeah, the back. It does, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a really extended back yeah. heel because he brushes it into his back. You know it's like I, a hockey shot, isn't it? Like it really was. He curled his foot around it. Let's while we're on the subject now. Let's let's talk all things Firmino because. Boy, he's just a delight, isn't he? I just, I love him. I love him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think he's matured a lot in terms of the way he plays because he used to do those flicks, and when he first came in, he'd always be for me on the periphery of games, and he'd try flicks and tricks, perhaps things in, not in the right area of the pitch or not at the right time. Whereas now, he's matured to the point where he'll only try them, and he does them, and he pulls them off, and his decision making that is now is exceptional. His work rate is you, you, it's hard to even sit and praise it because you just yeah. it, it's, it's just everyone there, knows it. it but I think for the best thing for him the best bit of praise you can give him is he's no longer being called underrated is he he's, he's yeah. now uh, Neil's phone's going off it isn't yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but who is it we'll know that'll be spam <laughs> that, it will, that will be work won't it that'll be a yeah, that'll no. be a job the way things yeah. go at the moment no that'll <laughs> 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 be spam <laughs> yeah I think uh, well, it'll be interesting you say that about uh, hang on sorry my left leg's vibrating <laughs> it's interesting you say that about the work rate what would you put that down to then? Is this the Klopp effect? Is it the Klopp inspires and Klopp allows? Because he wasn't that player under Rodgers, was he? Let's be no. honest with you. Um, people were a little bit fed up with Firmino under Rodgers. He sort of put a shift in sometimes and then he never. And then he was trying to inflict it, didn't come off then. Stuck he wasn't, him out wide, didn't he? Stuck, stuck him out. Yeah, I mean, but, he, he only played a few few games and he was very new to the club. Yeah. I think, I think it's... I think it's just... Development. It's, it's, in, it's, it's in him as a player. It's got to be, isn't it? He's that type of player. And I think it's it's... I suppose it's if you're enjoying playing. I, I don't. It's not. It's not a problem to work, is it? And to 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 run back and to to do them little pocket picks that he does when he, he nips back yeah. from from centre forward and gets on the defensive midfielder. I think he's also he's just absolutely perfect for what Liverpool have got around him in terms of those two those two speedsters. And before that, obviously having Coutinho behind him was even even better. But he's just. He's perfect in that he can come to the ball, he can go in behind, he can be in the penalty area, he can be wide, he can be wherever you need him to be. It's the constant fluidity, isn't it? It's the yeah. movement of the three, really, yeah. as well, isn't it? They, you don't really... It's a constant headache. Yeah, the only... I mean, they talk about the pass that he... The sweep pass that he played at Southampton, but he also created... The, the only reason that passes on is because he came to yeah. the, the right yeah. position yeah. to get the one-two yeah. and leave the space for Salah. I think he's he also seems to have... For someone who's... Um, he seems to fancy himself in the fashion stakes and that kind of thing. He doesn't have a lot of ego on the pitch. I don't think no. you ever see. I don't ever see him doing things, and you think that's for him. Yeah. You know, all, to be honest, all all three of those can go into that bracket. Yeah. I don't ever see. You know, I don't ever see Salah sort of no. mugging it when he scored and and being it making it about him. He seems to be quite sort of you know laid back and quite happy that he's. It just looks like there's a, a really nice balance on and off the pitch at the moment, and long yeah. may that continue because, yeah, yeah. like you say, it's the ultimately it's the players themselves. I was glad that because when they were ruminating about 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 making changes last night, which rightly so, you want to rest people and stuff. I was thinking, I was hoping in me in my mind that it wasn't going to be Mane because I think even though he was on a hat trick, he needed yeah. he needs that confidence, and he's nearly always the first to get pulled. Um, Salah it was interestingly for me, no, didn't look too pleased when he came off last night, and and there's a shot where Klopp puts his arm around him and sort of says to him, he says to him, and he walks away, and then it cut away to the pitch, and they cut back, and Klopp was talking to his left, his right hand man, he was sort of going. 
And it looks as though he said he's not happy, and I don't know why. I don't know what it was about, but um, I might be completely reading yeah. that out of proportion. But obviously, it's just a fear that they're all happy, isn't it? You don't mind that, do you? As well, no, you don't mind the fact he wants to stay on. Yeah. Su- Suarez used to go nuts when he used to get substituted. <laughs> if you took Suarez off in the ninety-third minute of, yeah. a, of the, the fourth minute of injury time, whatever, he'd go nuts because he'd think, <laughs> "Oh, I might be as well as the five yeah. I've got today." You know, so yeah, I have no problem with that at all. Um, but interesting you say about Mane. I think he deserves a lot of credit because. We've talked about him being out of form, but he always comes in with important goals. And if he scores a scruffy goal, the first goal last night, fairly scruffy, but he gets a shot away, doesn't he, on target? And yeah. Then, that's 12 for the season now. What did he get last season? 13 last 13. season. He got yeah, he got so, 12 this season. Extraordinary. Not as good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I, like, I like the third goal because it, that shows he's got a confidence yeah. back yeah, as well. Yeah. The first goal's... Yeah, the first goal was a scruffy one. The second goal was well, there were a, a, a good, good bit of There were a couple of moments before that where he, he yeah. cut inside and he went, come on, have a go, and he yeah. never he tried to lay it off. And he put one over the bar on yeah. the stretch, yeah. didn't he, from yeah. Robertson's, yeah. Robertson's yeah. cross, was it? Um, but I like that, because he, he's looked a little bit scrambled, I think, at times, where he's running with the ball and you think he doesn't really know whether he wants to shoot or whether he wants to wait for yeah. the, the overlap or whatever, but that was like... Because he had, I think it was Oxlade-Chamberlain, he could have he could have rolled him in. Yeah. Was it Gomez? Yeah, so he could have rolled him in on the right. And um, he went, no, I'll just blather it into, yeah. the, into the corner and get me at it. Yeah. Joe missed one of them where he started to shout. Yeah, yeah. He started to go, that's the That's the best of all to yeah, Alonso. Yeah. Javi, what are you getting? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, all in all, uh, a, a, a great performance and, uh, and just one that we need to just keep pushing away. And we've got Adam Lalanne to come back in again as well as your presser. So, yeah. um, I think it works. I think you're right, though. It's getting that balance, isn't it? It's knowing when that press isn't going to work. Yeah. But the thing is, I don't think there's a plan B for Klopp if the press doesn't work. That's no, the possibly the most, not. Isn't it? But the, the good thing, I suppose, is, as well, for a European campaign, they've got both elements of it. So you you wouldn't... I don't think you, it matters whether the home first leg or second leg because it's like, away, we can go and beat them 5-0. Yeah. Or, and if we don't, then at least even if we're only one 0 behind, we've got Anfield to come yeah. in the second leg. Yeah, so yeah. There's, there's that both elements. I don't know where you'd want to. I don't actually know where it'd be best to play Liverpool. I actually think it might be better for a team if you're an opponent to come to Anfield because I think you you could sort of say not to lose, let's have a go. Yeah, or you can just you could maybe frustrate it a little bit and turn it into a little bit more of an awkward game than you could at home because I think if you come and have a go at home, you get you get yeah. murdered. Yeah. yeah. I think it's an interesting one because last night was the first time, and again, yeah, Porto, whatever, caveat. But I think the first, I think for the first time last night, seeing all three of the, of the front three getting in as well, could be a potential answer to the press not working against certain teams because that that has left us a little bit frail and a little bit a little bit sort of suspect at the back and also frustrated up front. And if they start coming in deeper, picking them all up, it might just be a different alternative for them. It's possibly what Klopp's been trying to scream at them. If you do come back and start getting involved deeper into the game, then you can take them all rather than. Was yeah. frustratingly wait, knocking it side to side. Waiting yeah. for the ball on the wing. Yeah. This could be what he's been trying to drive himself at. You know what I mean? So uh, next game is uh, West Ham. West Ham. That's, yeah. it's, uh, a week sat in. There's no FA Cup. They've got a little rest. They're in Marbella now with the bank robbers. <laughs> yes. No cars before Marbs. The only exactly. The only way is Liverpool. The only way is Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. are, these, are these headlines that are, are going to be appearing? Uh, possibly. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Look out for our Twitter accounts. <laughs> <laughs> I've already used no cards before maps. Used that yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you put it in? Have you? Yeah. Good lad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what about Carius? What do you think about the effect that the, that the team at the moment is having on him? Do you think he's? Do you think he's got potential to be a decent keeper? Do you think we just need to go and get Alisson or go and get a decent keeper just to go let him as number two? I still. He'd have to have 12 games left. 
14 games left. Yeah, 11 league games. 11 and, league and then games left. Uh, and then so, three more, really. Yeah. So, to me, still, Karius would have to have the best 15 games of any goalkeeper alive to make me think that they don't need another goal. Interestingly, I think he's going to get them now because it doesn't look like Mr. Minnie. He's getting no. back into the team in any, in, in any year. Right, I mean, right decision. I mean, you can pick the bones out of Minilay or Carrius just generally, but right decision not to not to yeah. rotate for the Champions League. Yeah. There, it had to be the once you've picked Carrius now, you have to pick him solidly. Uh, he looks all right. He looks the first first time I think we've seen where he looks a little bit like part of the Liverpool team rather than you know the goalie that's been dropped in and isn't quite sure whether he's good enough. I think um, I think we need. Need to give him a bit more time. Need to give him a little bit more different types of games. But I think Southampton in particular, I thought was very promising because he made Couple two or three yeah, no yeah. nonsense saves. Yeah. You know, do, do we block as good? Yeah, good and, and and looked quite assured in what he was doing. I wonder. I saw a, quite an interesting one on um, on one of the, the websites last night, which said they wonder whether the decision to put Carrius into the team. When Van Dyke signed, was almost down to Van Dyke. Who do you feel better behind, with behind you? And Van Dyke saying Carrius wouldn't surprise me if that was they. They were linked those two as a, yeah, as, yeah. A, as a pair. But yeah, sad for sad for Minilay in a way because I don't think he did anything terribly wrong. But I think I think his uh, his era is probably over at yeah. Liverpool. I think possibly there's a chance that what he did wrong was what he said rather than what he did. Because if he's made a comment and he didn't say he said something like I'm on my way now and that's it I'm, I'm over it. And I think it was more of a what his mouth said than what his feet did on the pitch. You know what I mean? That, yeah. that, that might have gone. I think Klopp seems to be quite a pragmatic person in the sense that if you say something he doesn't particularly like, yeah. it's off your pop, isn't it? I think I think he had a, he had a lot of chances as well. Yeah. I mean, you know, didn't yeah. in terms of you know, I think we saw the ceiling really. Yeah. Uh, I think he was still capable of some very good performances. Still is capable of some very good performances, but he's thirty now. Oh, he's certainly. I think he was thirty this week, wasn't he? Minilay, or is he next week? Next week, possibly. Yeah, I think he's thirty next month. Um, he's not going to get any better than he is, and you can. I think we have to say that long term, he's probably not good enough to be Liverpool's number one if they're going to go for yeah. the big prizes, but. Whether Carrius is, like Joe says, he's got to prove that in the next 13 or 14 games. And then I'm pretty certain Liverpool will sign a goalie in the summer and he'll have to, he'll have to he'll have show to that he's better than him. Yeah. Yeah, which is what it's Centre-back position now to Van Dijk, clearly making a difference. There's no doubt about it, as we said earlier on in the podcast. He's just got the arrogance, the pomp, and, and more importantly, the ability to back it up. Ponytail. Lovely yeah, ponytail. Yeah. Um, and a lovely reaction to finding out the Manchester United got beat as well. Yeah, it's all yeah. on social media, Unlucky. doesn't do him any harm Unlucky. whatsoever. He's cool, isn't he? So he is cool, cool man. Cool he is cool. Um, who do you see then as, as the as the oppo then? Because Matip, it looks to me like, obviously, you know, Matip was one of the first people that the club got on board yeah. at this club. Got him on a free, waited for him for a year, didn't he? Then got him sorted through. You get the impression now that Matip sort of shot himself in the foot a couple of times, and he came on last night and did a, a bit of a howler as well, I think. Um, yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he left one, didn't he? Yeah, um, yeah. Carrius bailed him out. Yeah, Carrius bailed him out. Do you think? Do you think that the uh, well, certainly for the time being, that it's going to be a Van Dijk and Lovren back centre centre two? I think. I think it told the story, didn't it, last night that for that game he played those two, and he he played Matt, uh, Matty but at Southampton didn't he? It was almost like he was saving Lovren. Yeah. I think James mentioned that. Yeah. Was it you or James? I, like, yeah, I think we so, talked about it in the podcast. So yeah. It'd be interesting if he is saving Lovren, and that's how it looked. And and I have to say fair play. I think 
I think that's exactly right. I think Lovren. I think for a while Matip has gotten away with murder at the back. He's the quieter of the two centre halves, and I think sometimes he just floats through a game without really taking any responsibility, getting involved, leaving too many things, gets caught on the balls. No, like Lovren makes more high-profile errors if you like, but I feel like that's because Lovren has been in gets the past. Spot, gets yeah, stuck yeah, involved, gets stuck in gets trying stuck. to take responsibility. Yeah. And uh, as we've spoken about earlier, hopefully a little bit of that responsibility has been taken off Lovren and, and, and handed over to Van Dijk. But yeah, I think. I think that's the pairing going forward. But again, I wouldn't be surprised maybe if in the summer if that's another position yeah. that they, yeah. they have a little look at. Because no matter how well Lovren does, I always feel in the back yeah. of my mind that there's a potential. Yeah. That's the same with Mignolet, wasn't it? Is that yeah. you, could, you almost couldn't enjoy a good run of form with Mignolet because you thought... You were, well, wait, you were too busy waiting for something to go wrong. Or, yeah, yeah, or yeah. You know, it won't, won't last. Um, I, it's weird, because I know James Pearce has said this definitely. He's had a good season, Lovren, except for... The lowest of lows, you know, a couple of times, you know, yeah. Everton Tottenham. Um, and Tottenham. Yeah, of course, yeah. Manchester City, I suppose. Uh, I didn't play Manchester City, didn't even Clavan, I think it was, yeah. in the 5 0. But he, um, he needs, I think he needs someone alongside him to, to take, to off take control a little bit yeah. for him and just say, Tejan, Stand there, yeah. head that. Do that and do that. Yeah, and mark do him. Don't, don't. It seems don't to be do what Van Dijk's overs. doing, isn't it? Yeah. Stop Cruyff turning in the in the corner flag if you can help it. He's really he's good, isn't he? he? He made a block last night. Actually, Van Dijk missed the tackle, didn't he? Yeah. Didn't, didn't, I think Van Dijk was holding back a bit because he didn't want to give away a penalty. Yeah. And, and the guy skipped past him and he came across and made the block. Yeah. Physically, he's good. But I, th- I just think at times he makes bad decisions. Bad decisions. And I think he, he, he's. Been guilty of overtrying. But like you say, maybe maybe his strength isn't making the right decisions all the time, but letting someone else take that yeah, and then exactly. and then yeah, being the backup yeah. that could be what Possibly. fits into the hunch up to the hip. Yeah, 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 I, agree, I agree about Matip because I thought I, I thought he was terrible at Southampton. Matip certainly first half, especially he um, he was shanking balls out of play. There was one where he just ducked in the penalty area when he got headed. I think yeah, Trent, Trent Alexander Arnold got beaten in the air on the edge of the box, and then it was just. Going, your centre half goes and heads it away, and he sort of looked around and said, "Like, oh, that's someone else's." And you think your centre half should never do that. I'd rather have two centre halves collide and going yeah. for the same ball than yeah. leaving it. You know, I, I don't think, from what I've seen of Matter in the last six months, I don't think he's become the first choice centre half no. that he was supposed to become. You know, fine, fine squad player and fine, you know, capable of very good games, but I'm not convinced by him. Anymore and it's I about partnerships, him. isn't it? It doesn't matter individually how good a, t- a player is. It's about the, the right connection, the right yeah. of you know, They need to settle that back line down, yeah. don't they? I think, I think that's been an issue going back should, two years. Should, yeah, I mean, should we, um, should we have a word for Trent Alexander-Arnold oh, as well yeah. in terms of, you know, the talk about talk about uh, Liverpool been without the first-choice right-back all season. Yeah. England, England right-back, you know, really good, consistent player. And... It's not been a problem, really, has it? No, you know, he, was, he was fantastic last night. He was well. fantastic last night. For, for, to be thrust yeah. into a Champions League match last night. Like you know, I don't know if he's going to be a right-back in the future, but I think he's going to be... He's going to play hundreds of games for Liverpool's yeah. first team. And yeah. what a what a brilliant team for him to come into. You know, you, you usually full, uh, youngsters get the chance in a team that's struggling, don't they, in terms of... I think of Gerrard coming into that, that Julier team when the manager changed and it was sort of... Oh, we need some fresh, something, mm. something to get us lifted a bit. And Gerard came in. You think of Sterling getting getting launched into the team when yeah. it was the end of the Dagley season, yeah, I think, yeah. wasn't it? Um, we've got this kid coming into a, an exciting team, and he looks like he belongs yeah. immediately. I think he's a 
he's going to be a star. Exceptional. I, and I did ask him, I think I've mentioned this before, when I did LFC TV, but when I asked him what position he, he preferred, and he said right back. He said he likes to bomb forward and likes to get forward. Yeah. He played some really lovely cultured balls last night as yeah. well. Really, really intelligent just for that's balls that for, for someone more mature, yeah. you know, older kind of player, but he played a really that's, nice... That's why I, I've, I've got a... Th- <laughs> Loath to disagree with Trent himself about where he should play, but I'd like to see him with a bit more with no line next to him, so yeah. he's got a little bit more of the pitch to, to work on, so he can he can almost play, you know, Central final mid. third, or he can play that sort yeah. of you know ball ball in a little bit more of a dangerous area. Sometimes that, that's it's interesting so that you say that though, isn't it, Joe? It's interesting that you're talking about players who come to the forefront at a young age because Ben Mudbane hasn't quite made it at that level just yet and yet he's a fantastic player Ryan Kent's been sent out again although he's a fantastic yeah. player it would be and will with lads like that I think they're just unlucky that they've they're got the three moment, of the yeah. best players it's like being a good boxer at the same time as Tyson yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. Yes, indeed, yeah. which you were weren't you I was a very good boxer at the same time. Yeah, Dave Tyson not <laughs> yeah. by ass yeah. had a dog yeah. <laughs> Trent um, well, I like it. It's very cool under pressure, isn't he? You yeah. see a lot of young fullbacks when they, they'll have the ball put back to them. As you know, as, as the as the team's pressed and they start going backwards, so they give the ball back to the fullback, and you just hope that he clears up the line. Yeah. So a lot of the times, Trent will find a pass that I think, yeah, you know, don't try that, and he'll find a nice pass yeah. or, or yeah. He'll find his way out well. Yeah, and I thought last night he was up for the battle early doors. That was they were looking to try and get yeah. down that side. Yeah. Um, was it what's his name? Um, Suarez. Suarez, isn't it? Not Suarez. No, he was, um, he was a striker, wasn't he? He was the left side of the Brahimi. Brahimi, yeah. Brahimi, he was he was pacey, wasn't he? And quite strong. And I think he thought, I'll bully this kid. Yeah. yeah. And he didn't, didn't at all, did he? And and as the game went on, I think at the end Trent was bullying him. Yeah. Look, you you met him as well and I, I managed to meet Trent the other day to, to interview him for the Echo. And such a mature, wow, such an incredibly kid. polite kid, yeah. well mannered, yeah. strong family behind him. Yeah. You know, all the elements yeah. that you want yeah. in someone who's got a head screwed on. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. really he speak, you know, he speaks like someone with two surnames, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. the yeah. confidence he's, of a man you know, with two the, surnames. The kid's clearly got a grey and a purple bin. You know what I mean? He's, uh, <laughs> yeah. The guy's got plenty of wheelie bins. But I was talking to him. He was talking about he just moved out, you know, and I, and I was like, yeah. so I, in your head, you immediately go, oh, he's got a right bachelor pad. Yeah. So I said, where have you moved? And he's decent. He said, no, I've moved the whole family. I'm gone with the family. So he's basically just bought a house with all the family. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and it says a lot for the kid that he's grounded he's really polite really quiet there's um, a lot on the quiet for charity there's yeah, a lot for that as well yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and, uh, and just, a, just a sweet a really sweet kid but yeah. on the pitch he's definitely got a finesse to him yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't want to compare anyone to Steven Gerrard but there's, there's definitely um, you can put the tracing paper over that and see some of the same same lines because he's you know he's come into the team as a, a full back yeah. come into the team at 18 got Real confidence in terms of, you know, to stand out. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. A, he, he, he seems like he, he knows that he wants to stand out. He's taking free kicks and he's bombing up the right wing. He's putting corners in, crosses, you know, great delivery. Yeah. And yeah, I think. And he's shown a maturity as well because there's a battle between him and Gomez, obviously. And yeah. you get the feel at the moment that he's still seconds to Gomez in Klopp's mind. Yeah. Uh, and yet he's still, the times when he is being dependent on, he's going out there and doing it. He was mentioning, you mentioned Gerard's. I read the passage out in front of him on LFC TV. It was, it was Gerard was was talking about um, up and coming starlets, and he says, you know, if there's one person that's that's caught my eye. It's, yeah, it's, well, it's, it's yeah, I think Trent he actually named two. Then he named two, and Herbie Kane is now the uh, the under 23s captain, and Trent's in the yeah. first team. So Gerard's got a, you know seems to, seems to know a player when he sees one. He seems to know one, mate. Yeah, it takes one to know one, doesn't it? Well, the future's bright in it. So we've got <coughs> week Saturday. We've got FA Cup. Weekends off, and then a week Saturday we bring Mr. Moyes to Anfield. <laughs> yes, 
Ja, tak minded David. Attack minded David. You'll come and yeah. uh, you'll come and open up, won't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come and <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course you will. Yeah, so this this will be another test on the press and morning and see what happens if we can. Yeah, stand. Sure. If we get that front three to move back again, I think that could be an answer. Yeah. Yeah. Boys, thanks very much again. Thank you for listening. Uh, it is of course. Let's give our tweets out again. It is Joe Rimmer eighty eight. Joe Rimmer eighty eight. Neil Jones Echo. Neil Jones Echo, and I'm at Fitzy Fella. Give us a shout. Uh, let us know what you think and uh, and any of your opinions we'll take on board. Uh, up the Reds, long may continue. Great victory over Porto, and we'll see you again for another episode of Poetry in Motion. <laughs>